thought yoga was meant to be relaxing, Moya. Tell me why I came out there shaking, sweating, aching. Oh my god. I was heavy breathing. Wait, were you doing hot yoga or is this just like normal? No, girl. Normal <laughs> yoga. Oh, hey guys. Hello. Welcome to Woo's Happy Podcast. Oh my god. A brand new spanking happy podcast. Who doesn't want that? We are here with Moi Mawini. Tis I, Icon. And my lovely friend, Kit Williams. Hello. There he is, looking gorgeous. Thank you so much. I appreciate it highly. So we are here to talk about happiness. And we have the most amount of smiley faces around us. I know. I feel like it's very, it's almost like it's going to have an osmosis effect. This is such a big word. I know. I don't know the meaning of it. So don't try and quiz me on it. I didn't do too well in science GCSE. <laughs> so I don't really want to talk about it right now. But I, hopefully it'll like rub on, rub, rub, rub off, rub, yeah, rub, rub off. off on us. <laughs> we'll like rub us. absorb some of the happy <laughs> Let's stop talking about rubbing. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. But Kit, why are we here? What is this podcast about? Okay, get this, get this. Are you sitting down? You're yeah, sitting I'm down. taking notes. Okay. But I don't see a notepad girl. Okay. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> okay, listen. So we at Woo are trying to turn generation anxious into generation zen. Because like Generation Z, get it? I get it, Gen I get Z. it. And I'm not surprised that we're the most anxious generation. Yeah, with everything going on. We're talking about happiness. Yeah. I'm but just, like, I'm feeling real anxious right now. I'm going to have to use those acting classes that I got when I was like But 20. I feel like that's what we're going to like discover. Yeah, discover. exactly. That's the whole point of doing this podcast. We're here as the POV of the people watching this. So what's super exciting is that we're actually bringing in a bunch of experts who are professionals in like therapy, mm-hmm. philosophy. Music. Music hypnotherapy different age ranges i know it's gonna be super fun and we have our own personal happiness investigator so cool lottie jess who will be interviewing them and introducing them which is like such an interesting job title i, I want to have that, that happiness investigator so cool put that on my cv yeah okay maybe after we wrap up these episodes we'll be officially qualified yeah possibly maybe well, you will too well we'll hand over to lottie jess and then we can see what she has to say Hey guys, so this week we spoke to two super interesting and incredibly deep and intelligent people about happiness. The first person I spoke to was a woman called Catherine Sophia Bell. Well, actually, Dr. Catherine Sophia Bell. She's a tenured associate professor of philosophy at the Pennsylvania State University, and she's also a life coach. And I also spoke to a super interesting man called Michele Occelli, and he is a hypnotherapist and he uses hypnosis through trance to deepen and like amplify the healing process. So it was so interesting speaking to both of them and what they kind of had in common in their take on happiness was that they really felt that you had to experience this wild breadth of emotions so like sadness anger all of those different emotions and they felt that to experience all of them meant that happiness was something that you could really appreciate a lot more but that in the hierarchy of emotions it wasn't necessarily like better it was just one of the many kinds of things that we feel so yeah I think you're going to be really interested to hear what they've got to say all right right oh my god i'm excited so interesting shall we play first of Catherine's clips roll the tape 
Hello, my name is Catherine Sophia Bell. I am a tenured associate professor of philosophy at the Pennsylvania State University in the United States. I specialize in Africana philosophy, black feminist philosophy, critical philosophy of race and existentialism. And I also have a coaching business where I use philosophy um, in order to engage coaching clients around life's big questions, um, those existential questions about, you know, life, meaning, values, all of those kinds of things. Wow. I'm interested, like, from a philosophical perspective, why humans have been so obsessed with this idea of finding happiness, if it's real, I suppose. I think it is an interesting question of why, like, this search for happiness or this assumption that, like, the kind of um, purpose or where people derive meaning in their lives is from happiness. I don't think that's actually the case, right? So I think happiness is certainly attainable, um, but I don't think it's necessarily what everybody is in pursuit of. I think maybe a little too much emphasis is put on happiness, this idea that we should always be in this constant state of happiness. It doesn't allow for a full range of human experiences and human emotions. So I wonder if maybe we've put too much emphasis on happiness without allowing for other ranges of life experiences. Um, Happiness being a positive emotion and sadness being a negative emotion. Mm. You know, I think we need to get out of the binary of like happy versus sad or good Mm. versus bad and recognize that you know in a given day I might have a full range of emotions and certainly over a longer period or over a a lifetime we're going to have a full range of emotions right Mm. and so it's letting go of this idea that there's ever going to be this static static or steady state of happiness so so much to to talk about yeah for real can we start with the the pursuit of happiness because I actually don't think that I live in pursuit of like happiness. No. If you I, know what I mean? I was, when the clip was playing, I was thinking about that because I was thinking, I think if you're going in for the pursuit of happiness, I don't think you're actually going to find happiness because you're, maybe you're, you like the thrill of the journey more than the actual mm, destination. Mm-hmm. Compared to, I think that when you do stuff, like when you have accomplishments or like say if you, instead of a pursuit for happiness, you try and like, like, I don't know, like a job that you really want to get, that might make you happy coincidentally do you know what I mean I don't mm. know I also think with like our generation I feel like there actually hasn't been such an emphasis on happiness mm. I feel like I have the pressure to be in constant pursuit of like success yes if that's you know so what I mean? true which like I mean success doesn't mean that you're gonna be happy be happy yeah um, it's so true they don't go hand in hand no but sometimes no. they do which I think is sometimes when the lines blur because like sometimes if I get like a job that I really like I'm like damn like this made me happy mm-hmm. but then when you actually go do the job that you think was going to make you happy it could be a really shit time yeah do you know what I mean no I definitely think I agree with what you said though about like finding the happiness like on the journey I feel yeah. like happiness has never been like an end goal it's all something no. that just happens like naturally exactly I feel like also what um Catherine was saying about the binary of emotions is so true because if you think about like I feel like the word like the word binary is quite like a a hot word in like today's society with like non-binary the binary of sexuality everything's on a binary and I think it's super important to like have like acknowledge that for emotions as well instead of just being like I'm happy Mm. I'm sad Mm -hmm. you can be a mixture of both sometimes and they can coexist together like there are days where I'm like in a sad state but I can be happy yeah or there's like days where I'll be happy but then like something happened and I'll like be like oh that makes me upset but on a whole like I'm still like feeling pretty good Casey Musgraves once said happy and sad at the same time girl she said it she said it on golden hour album and she'll say it again 
And <laughs> she's yeah. the truth there. Should we listen to Catherine's next clip? Yeah. Let's do it. Do you think the world would be a better place if people were happier or had learned to be happier throughout their lives? The pressure of happiness is something that we need to pay attention to and also how we assume that's measured, right? And so somebody can be perfectly happy and perfectly content. And if they're not walking around smiling all the time or whistling or singing or skipping or something like that, again, going back to these stereotypical images we have of happiness, then it's assumed that they're not happy. But I think we need to leave space for how um, each person or how different groups of people conceptualize and express happiness for themselves, right? So I'm going to be very resistant to a kind of imposed notion of like, this is what happiness is, Mm -hmm. and this is what it looks like, and this is how you demonstrate it, because different people may experience and express it in very different ways. So I'm all Mm -hmm. about, you know, how do we allow for the freedom and choice and responsibility for how um, different people experience or express their happiness. Mm -hmm. And then also we're getting all of these messages from social media about what happiness is supposed to look like, right? Like, so you have not only, you know, posts in terms of text on a platform like Twitter, or the kind of visual um, pictorial images that you're going to get on a platform like Instagram or the video images that you tend to get on something like TikTok, right? But we're always inundated with these images if you're constantly consuming them that are telling you what happiness is Mm. supposed to look like. What she was saying was like so true, especially about social media. Social media and like the pressures of happiness from social media. And because you do social media. Hey guys, um, long time no speak. Slight change of scenery because I finally have my own place. Can we just have a collective sigh? I know. I I feel like I'm part of the problem. No, I, she said that. I don't think that she. I don't well, think you're part of the problem. I don't know. I mean, I. F- I feel like in my videos, I try to like be as honest as possible mm. about like how I'm feeling. Um, but on a whole, like whenever you're like putting yourself out there, you're gonna wanna make it as good of an image as possible. So even yeah. if I am like expressing that I'm like sad and blah blah blah, like yeah. people still be like, oh, but you you made this video like seem really beautiful. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's just like with like editing and stuff, you tend to like put like a filter. Yeah, for Does sure. Does that make any sense? Yeah, because you're editing like you're literally editing your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're not gonna. There's certain shit that you don't want on the internet. Mm. You know, like even like editing out swearing. Like trying to like, not saying you, but like just literally people become different people online by editing themselves. They can be themselves in front of the camera, but then when they get into that post-production, they can easily (laughs) chop away and make a whole other person. Do you know what I mean? No, there's something that just like came to mind is um, uh, taking photos whenever you're crying. Apparently, like, it's a real, like, cancer thing. I'm a cancer. Okay. Um, anytime I'm crying, I'll take a photo of myself. I'll be like, oh, I just kind of kind of cute. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like that's such, like, a, a social media thing at the moment where, like, you see people are like, oh, let's, like, put, post, like, a real post. And yes. it'll be, like, um, a carousel of, like, 10 photos of them crying. But they'll look cute in all of them. Yeah. I'm that, like, isn't it so funny that people are now posing crying? Yeah. But, because, like, normally it's, like, the look of, because talking about Instagram and, like, being happy on Instagram like you're a lot of the time you're posing and like looking happy but now people are posing while trying to look cute while crying I know but I do that all the time yeah like, I have videos on like my phone of me like sometimes crying like <laughs> last year that lockdown in January oh god that, oh. Was, that, that was bleak <laughs> that was I think bad. that was like one of the worst ones um but another thing that Catherine's saying which was really interesting was about like 
I think I mentioned it earlier, but like people like not really showing their full range of emotions, like yeah. their face. Um, because I was thinking of a date that I was on. Okay. Where there is this. Tell me the tea. <laughs> the audience is getting the tea. Um, and I told him, I called told him straight up. I was like, "You're giving me serial killer vibes," oh. because <laughs> because he is such like a resting like giving Ted Bundy. Mm, okay, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that. No, like he was really nice, and but I was like, I can't tell that you're enjoying yourself right now. Oh. Um, and I'm like, I need, like, you need to communicate. And yeah, he's like, No, yeah. no, I have a really good time. And I'm like, Why do you look like you want to kill yeah. me? Manifest it into your emotions. Yeah, I think, I think I, whenever I'm around people, like, I'm quite expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, maybe I you're, think, maybe yeah, you're like the I'm same too, with that. Yeah. And it, I guess it's hard because like. Mm, I don't want to like beat beat people down for like not showing off their okay. range of emotions. I think it's just like um, we have to like be more communicative whenever yeah. you can't really tell how people are feeling. I think sometimes there's also it's like pros and cons to both sides of the spectrum, right? Because I think sometimes I overcompensate for mm. being like acting like too happy because as like a model when I go on set, I like to try and be like bringing like joy and like happiness the vibes vibes, exactly but i think sometimes there's a time and a place for being like too happy which i think is so weird like in a workplace do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah um but yeah i definitely think there's like and different ends of the spectrum of like showing not enough emotion and then showing too much emotion Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i think on social media as well like there's times where people have cried in videos and people are like why are you crying in your video like stop crying on tiktok so our second expert that we're going to hear from today is mckaylee Michaeli. I know, it's such a what cool a fit name. name. I know. <laughs> I feel like he's going to fit for his too. Yeah, let's do it. Um, he's a hypnotherapist. Oh my gosh, sign me up. I know. I'm I'm kind of intrigued about this because I've been wanting to experiment with hypnotherapy, but I also don't really know what it's about. So we're going to find out. <laughs> let's do we're it. Find out. Play that clip. My name is Michaeli Ocelli and I work as a therapist. And the kind of therapy I do is based on the use of hypnosis of trance. We need to be able to feel and access our feelings and have space for it, which means we also equally need space so that we can apprehend and let things which are brewing and that are moving through us and that we are experiencing be noticed and we give them time and give them attention, including sadness, Mm -hmm. including fear, including all kinds of so-called negative emotions. The world has all kinds of different colors. And that what makes it beautiful and interesting. Mm. If it was all yellow, bright yellow, it'd be really a very bizarre place to live in. <laughs> so, so we need sadness, we need fear, we need uh, upset, we need anger. All of these things are necessary. They are part of us. They exist within us. Mm-hmm. When we allow ourselves to really receive these, which are both physical, emotional signals, mental pictures, memories, etc., and we just stay you know it's like a big wave in the sea that arrives and you know rather than running away from it or holding on to onto a rock i just let myself be taken by the wind and mm-hmm. floated around and i spin a few times and then eventually i float because i float mm-hmm. because i'm designed to float there's no way i can't float yeah and and it's good and then i get through that and then i feel oh wow okay i can actually do this mm-hmm. you know i can receive the wave and it does feel freaky when it's happening and it does feel overwhelming as it's coming towards me. But, but then once I allow it, I find myself floating. And actually floating is really nice. Mm, yeah. And it's 
actually quite pleasant. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and maybe that's real happiness, that sense of floating after a storm. I feel like the way he talks is exactly what I thought a hypnotherapist would like talking. Yeah, for I sure. Feel he could like talk for hours and I'd just like... Oh, I'd listen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, really nice, soothing voice, but... Yeah, uh-huh. I was taking things on. I mean, what he was saying about... Um, almost like saying that like happiness, being happy with time isn't like the most relatable thing. Mm. You know, and I think actually being sad opens up a conversation for people. Mm-hmm. Why have you been sad? What, mm. has made, what has made you sad? Who made you mm. sad? I hate them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I hate them too. Bring, making you sad. Bringing up my past problems. Um, this is actually a therapy session with yeah. Moyan Kit today. But yeah, please let's let's talk about it. But um, yeah, no, I think it's super important to like be real. I mean, you don't have to be real with everyone. If someone at a coffee shop is like, "How are you feeling today?" Don't sit down, grab a <laughs> don't, chair, don't offload. Yeah, while don't trying to make your coffee. <laughs> yeah, no. But like, if a friend asks you, like, "How are you feeling today?" Mm-hmm. If you're if you feel comfortable with them let them know be like hey and if even if they text you like how are you feeling today be like can i call you back can i call can i call you and we can discuss how i'm feeling today because i don't think i, can I, put it in a text. I love sending like an elongated voice message a voice like a voice rant like yes. most of the time i don't even really expect my friends to give advice on it it's mm-hmm. more just like the act yeah like let me just like get it all out. it's kind of like whenever i'm like journaling or something mm-hmm. it's just like cathartic to like release all those emotions do you find journaling do you find an instant effect after you've journaled um maybe that's like my sense of floating because there is like a kind of moment of like oh okay it's actually not that bad if Mm. i because i i kind of only journal whenever something shows up or like i'm feeling bad um so whenever i get that i once it's on the page you're like oh that actually wasn't really a big actually that deep yeah Yeah, there's been a couple of times where i've i've journaled there was one time that I can remember specifically, I think it was like sometime last year. And you know, when, when you just wake up and you just feel shit, like you mm. just feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, today's going to be a bad day. I've, uh, it's going to be a bad day. But then I was like, you know what? No, we're going to journal. We're going to, we're going to make this day good. And I remember I journaled like, like for like a good hour. Oh, whoa. I know I was writing a novel, bitch. I was, I, I was need ready. to take some journaling prompts from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is in my journal, I, I see a lot of these like prompts online where it's like, yeah boy I I see a lot of prompts online (laughs) Um, but I literally just talk to my journal as if Mm. it's like a narration of my of a movie Mm -hmm. so I open it up I'm like hey bitch what's tea yeah listen this person today ugh, so annoying like I literally talk to my journal as if it's like a best friend I can't wait to sell mine at some point oh yeah I find that journaling helps me um sometimes makes me feel a bit happy like you said it like puts everything into perspective Mm -hmm. perspective is such an Mm -hmm. important thing especially with emotions and maybe that's what Michaela was kind of getting at the whole like floating yeah come after this would you try hypnotherapy um yes partly because I still don't quite know what it entails yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're not only a skeptic you just don't know what it is I don't I I don't know because in my head I see him with like a a necklace, a, dong. a pendant. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Well, I was seeing the pendant. You see, you see the dong. I, I was seeing the... a dong, a necklace, and like look into my eyes. Yeah, look into my eyes, not around the eyes. Look into my eyes. Snap, you're under. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Well, should we hear his like next clip? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. We will need rather like different tools. No one single person is going to provide all the tools you need. No one single package or scheme or school of thought will provide all the school all the tools it is it's impossible mm. because your life is going to be so different at different points you're going to be such a 
diverse human being that, let's face it, anyone else's path is not going to fit you perfectly and it's not going to satisfy all your needs. Mm. So, you know, I think in any situation, it's a matter of trial and error. You try things, when they work, stick to them, apply them, and move on to different things when they don't work anymore or reject them entirely if they don't work at all. Mm. So... Like, I don't want to say fucking, but so fucking true. <laughs> so fucking true. The thing that the the thing that they were saying at the start about like certain people giving you certain things. I mean, you can have your you can have like your happiness friend who you go to for like a good time, a good party. Yeah. Um, but they might not be the person that you also want to like offload to. Exactly. Um, I think people come in and out of your life for certain points, mm-hmm. but I think there's so much focus on like maintaining a friendship that like letting go of a friendship can sometimes like feel like the end of the world a disaster but as long as you're still in like okay like vibes together do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? that's not that's so stupid if you're still <laughs> if you're still on like good terms if, yeah. you're, on, if you're on good terms you're so gen z okay yeah. vibes <laughs> if you're on okay vibes no if you're on good terms i think it it's okay if like people kind of float in and out of your life because realistically you're not going to have the same friends Mm -hmm. or like the same friend for like your whole path because paths like change and like you do different stuff yeah i think it's really interesting how like we're kind of focusing in on people because michaela was talking about like tools for happiness and stuff Mm -hmm. but honestly i feel like i would resort more to like people and like friendship and family and relationships rather than like activities yeah (laughs) yeah activities Um, (laughs) yoga meditation um but yeah like i mean those kind of like um wellness tools yeah self-care tools honestly i'm actually quite bad at self-care and i think um shameless self-plug if you watch my youtube videos like i I do spend a lot of time like um and like journaling and like talking about like looking after yourself it's really hard to find like tools that work for you yeah like i watch a lot of people who sit there and meditate and then do 50 minutes of yoga every morning i'm like what like i can't my brain can't stop let me tell you about yoga yeah you so i joined the gym in my local village i live in like a small little village and the the majority of people that go to my gym are like middle-aged women Mm -hmm. love because i don't feel like i don't feel intimidated we're like friends yeah i'm going out having coffee with these people it's great (gasps) i know that's so So cute anyway what isn't cute is i joined a yoga class okay i thought yoga was meant to be relaxing moya (laughs) tell me why i came out there shaking sweating aching Oh my god! I was heavy breathing. Wait, were you doing hot yoga or is it just like normal? No, girl, normal <laughs> yoga. I was there just like I, you know, when you're like shaking from like when you're in a in a pose, shaking. These people were like, "Oh, this is so great!" Now breathe in. I was heavy breathing. I was like, "Go! I can't control this." See, this is why I don't want to go to yoga because I, I I don't have like physical strength, and I think it like you actually need to be so fit for it. So fit, and you don't. On the flexibility. You want to talk about being fit? Don't go to Pilates. I thought Pilates was the less intense version of yoga. It's the weighted version of yoga <laughs> with weights. So I, <laughs> I go into Pilates and they're like, okay, guys, grab your 5kg weights. 5kg is actually quite happy. Happiness. There's a lot of chemicals that go into it. One of the main ones is endorphins. Endorphins, and serotonin. Like, exactly. A good goal. I kind of told myself this because I also joined the gym this year. Um, I feel it's kind of like a common theme with a lot of people, you know, Gen Zers. But I joined the gym and 
I did go in there thinking, okay, I'm, like, I'm going to get fit. Like, I want to get toned. And then like halfway through of going in, I was like, you know what? It's not actually about that. It's more about like feeling good, mm. not necessarily looking good, but just if I like genuinely look in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? I, I, I feel fucking great. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's the first kind of like tying like mental health into it. That's, you can feel like so shit, but look incredible. Yeah. Like what's the point in feeling yeah. like looking great if you feel shit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're looking n- not as incredible like six pack but you're feeling so happy you have you have a great friendship circle That's what we want. it's about priorities it is yeah no there's this like big mural in my gym which is like you never regret that workout and it's so intense but, it's but so like true. it actually is like like forget about like this whatever you're building muscles what mm-hmm. but like the mental release and yeah. just the vibes that you feel after yeah. forcing yourself to do something getting the endorphins yeah exactly it's good it's good i love the gym love the gym the treadmill makes me happy okay. flying back emotions into it i love i love running like running but like sprinting i'm talk- Ooh. yeah sprinting for like two minutes i put it on speed 20 uh-huh. and i just like speed 20 yeah i go mad i go crazy how were you how were you out of breath from doing like yoga but you can like do no, speed 20 my core muscles and I, well, I think it's also embarrassment is tied into the because okay. <laughs> i'm kind of like you know you get hot from embarrassment mm-hmm. very that but like when i'm running i think it's we'll talk I, I think we'll talk about flow state in like another episode but like i think i do get into like some kind of flow state but we'll talk about that later but yeah it i i love the gym join the gym if you can saying that the payment came out for my gym this month oh god not happy no no we're not happy about that yeah. But honestly, I feel like my face is hurting because I'm smiling. Yeah, I just love looking at you. Oh, I love looking at I you. I know. Oh, so so cute. Um, but oh, yeah, we must sound so annoying right now. <laughs> if if you don't get like some kind of serotonin from hearing us, like yeah, please, please. But I think that this is kind of low key felt like a therapy session. Mm. I feel like I have. I, I feel a little bit lighter. A little bit floaty. Yeah. Ooh linking it in to Michele who I might book in a session with to maybe do some hypnotherapy but to wrap up we've actually asked some of our Woo's contributors yes when was the last time that they were ridiculously happy and I feel like it'd be so nice to hear some more like happy stories yeah good note hi this is Aaron from Who's Nature's Calling the last time I guess I was ridiculously happy um is like seen an owl and a green woodpecker in my allotment space which made me very happy yeah, I got myself an allotment recently. I guess the, the original plan was just to grow vegetables, obviously, and work the land. Um, something that has been nostalgic for me because I, I grew up in and around that with my grandparents. But yeah, when I got into the site, it also turns out to be a brilliant spot for wildlife. And there's, there was all sorts of stuff that I would normally have to trek out and find. And it was just all on my space, on my spot. You know, I'm normally, normally hunting for owls and I've got one in my allotment space in the tree where, where I kind of do my work. So... That definitely put me in a ridiculously happy space. That was so nice. Oh, dude, I'm feeling real good now. Make me feel happy. Yeah, I'm feeling happy. Please like and subscribe to hear more about Woo's Happy Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, please do. We really enjoy doing this. And I think you also want to hear more about happiness. You sure do. Subliminal messaging. If that isn't enough for you, you can also follow us on Instagram. You can also find Moya at Moy Mawini on Instagram. Oh, are you plugging me? I'm, I'm plugging Kit. You. 
Uh, it can be interesting on Instagram. Yes. But sometimes he's not though. Sometimes I'm not. It depends but, what I'm uploading. Yeah. But Ooh, most voice is... crack. <laughs> just going through puberty. <laughs> it's just happened. It's just kicked in. Oh, Thank but... fuck. Finally. <laughs> I'm so happy we did this one, but there's more to come. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Woo. Yeah. Woo. 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 Woo.